This podcast is a presentation of UCTV.TV, University of California Television. Like what you learn? Help others discover UCTV podcasts by leaving a comment or rating in your podcast app. Welcome and congratulations. First day of medical school. It's a day you'll remember your whole life. You were chosen to be in those seats from over 14,000 applicants. Congratulations on picking the David Geffen School of Medicine at UCLA and UCLA Health to do your training. Congratulations on choosing the best profession there is, medicine. I don't remember my life before I wanted to be a doctor, so it's like I feel like I've been wanting to do this for so long and it's finally here. I was almost scared to wear the white coat because I'm like, suppose somebody falls and they look at me like, I don't know anything. It's just crazy that it's here and and at this school of of all places. It's a really unique feeling, unlike anything I've really felt before. I feel like I need to fill this role, this big role of now I have a lot of responsibility that comes with that white coat. I just hoped and prayed that I would get into UCLA Medical School because when I interviewed, a ton of people were like, UCLA is just a lot of fun. How do I want to summarize this whole experience? I've worked so hard and my family has sacrificed so much for, for me to be here. It's my chance to be something more than I ever thought I could be. Carly Ann Blakemore, University of California, Santa Barbara. I majored in sociology and I was volunteering with a camp for kids with life-threatening and chronic illness. Those kids had a huge impact on my life and they continue to have a huge impact on my life. What better way to be an agent of positive social change than being a doctor. My experience with my camp has always been uh, primarily with pediatric hematology oncology, and I just love those kids. It would be such such an honor for me to be able to do that, Um, but I definitely wanna keep my eyes open. I, I choose not to go to a lot of the social events that we've had just because the time commitment is much more serious now. It's hard to kind of push down that desire to to expand our family and 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 postpone that if I look at it from my husband's perspective he's looking at this going you're four years away from a paycheck Uh, we're going to be on a single income for the next four years and it's not cheap what we're doing Um, and you want to add a baby to that when I see you for two hours how does that make sense just seeing like all my, my, my classmates in their coats, I'm like, man, we look good. We, we look really good. Denise Sonia McIntyre, University of Florida, Master of Public Health, University of Florida. I'm originally from Jamaica. Came here when I was a teenager, and then I stayed in Florida for a while, and I went to the University of Florida. I had always known I'd, I'd want to be a doctor, but I think the defining moment for me was having a mentor who was a physician of color. You know, having somebody who looks like me in the career for which I aspire was so just rejuvenating. My passion comes from from really wanting to impact not only, you know, the clinical aspect and all that stuff, but also being able to pass on this to people who 
you know, might have some shared experiences to me because not everybody gets to do that. It's a privilege to be a physician. I do want to work in kind of underserved communities. Um, that's very important for me just because of my background and my experiences. Those are communities I would like to give back to. I do like kids, so I think right now it's like emergency medicine, pediatrics, but that's what medical school is for, so I'm, I'm very open. They always say high achievers are in medical school, and, and you know, I, I don't want to fail. It's something that's in the back of my head, and it's a fear, but I'm trying to, you know, positive, positive vibes, positive energy. All my friends are athletes, pretty much. I'm now creating friends that are really different in terms of life, life experiences. Daniel John McClintic, University of California, Los Angeles. So I played water polo here for four years and then coached for a year. So I think that taught me a lot of um, leadership, teamwork, you know, the, the basic things, but also a lot about how, how to approach things and how to chase after things. And, you know, I had a really bad accident uh, when I was playing. I was hit by a car, uh, broke seven bones in my ankle, um, big laceration over my knee. We just won the national championship uh, and I was going to be the team captain for the next year. But I had two doctors that were really, really instrumental and I was able to come back. We went undefeated that year and won a uh, second consecutive title. So that really inspired me. Um, I was unsure of what I wanted to do at that point and so that was probably the biggest single event that that pushed me to, to you know, give thousands of dollars of tuition and years and years of uh, my life to this. The single biggest fear that I have is how medical school and being a doctor is going to affect my personal relationships with people who are not in the field. My girlfriend is someone that I'm very serious with and that I definitely see a, a long-term future with um, and, and kind of exploring how this is gonna work. I'm like surrounded by so many fabulous colleagues and so many fabulous people who have done amazing things and sometimes I feel like I know nothing. <laughs> like, how am I going to catch up? Eric R. Castellanos Gaither, Santa Clara University. So I was a little bit non-traditional in the sense that I took some years to work in the biotech industry. The big problem that I think I always saw was that um, a lot of the therapies that we were working on were very much geared for um, you know, individuals who had a lot of resources. I was born in El Salvador, and so uh, coming here uh, when I was nine, I sort of left a lot of family back uh, behind. Some of the things that I kind of was thinking about, you know, is I'm, I'm working on this very, very neat science, um, but this science is, would never really reach anyone like my grandma. Um, and so that's kind of when it, you know, cemented and sank for me that I should go to medical school and I need to kind of work on research that will be a lot more universally applicable. There are a few people in our class that uh, are not 21 yet and we were like, what? Like, what? It's just, you know, that seven-year gap just feels like such a big gap right now. They're like, well, you've been an adult and like, you know what it's like, you know what adulting is like, and we've never really done it, so like, can you tell us a little bit about that? Someone asked me the other day about like, laundry and just like basics about laundry and like, I guess, like dishwasher and things like that, you know? Medicine was something that I was definitely interested from an academic standpoint. I wasn't really sure if I wanted to do research or if I wanted to be a physician. Vivian Jiayin Hu, Massachusetts Institute of Technology. And then I came to college, I went to MIT, and the MIT actually has a student-run ambulance service. So I joined the ambulance, I definitely ran over a hundred calls, and 
on those calls talking to patients and realizing that it wasn't just treating people's ailments, physical ailments, whatever they might be, but really like making a connection with a patient and how much your presence can make an impact in someone else's life. That was a huge part of why I wanted to go into medicine. I'm kind of interested in surgery, kind of interested in emergency medicine. I like doing things with my hands, so those are like the things that I think I'm most considering right now. Um, but I'm trying to keep an open mind. Friends are what got me through MIT, and I'm expecting that friends are going to be what gets me through medical school. Another strategy that has always worked for me is bring food. <laughs> so I definitely spent most of yesterday and then this morning baking cookies instead of working on my PBL or <laughs> doing readings. Um, but hey, I made three new friends today. I've just been really excited starting medical school. For the most part, this has been the culmination of what I've wanted to do for years. And I know that everyone feels that way, but it's just so exciting to you know finally start. <laughs>
I was able to rotate through the medical ICU during the Delta surge. We lost a lot of patients during that. It is a privilege to be able to guide patients' families through um, some of the most challenging things that they go through, but um, it was very uh, upsetting to see, um, you know, day in and day out, patients that were um, really fighting for their lives every day. There's a lot of days where I think hard about what a lot of these patients go through, what their families go through, um, and, and how tough that must be for them. I decided um, at the beginning of fourth year that I was going to apply into internal medicine. The one thing that I've told um, a lot of the younger students that I've mentored and tutored and worked with throughout the years is um, you can pretty much always switch because I switched almost as late as you possibly can. And well, I guess we'll find out on Friday. But uh... so, you know, what's funny is that I actually see myself having gotten at least like internally younger in the last couple of years. And I've seen all my peers actually get older. You know, I feel very content about sort of my career choice and sort of my trajectory now, and I just feel that sometimes it's a little bit of, uh, you know, playfulness or childhoodness, if you will, kind of comes out. Because of COVID, everyone was very separate, and so we didn't really see each other too much. But um, at the end of third year, the beginning of fourth year, we actually did come together for just sort of our introduction to fourth year. And yeah, that's really when I realized that, oh, wow, like everyone's just grown so much, and everyone's just done such amazing things during third year. And um, I think that that's when I really realized, like, every, you know, every, everyone sort of, we're all at the same level now. <laughs> Hopefully, once the match results come out, um, I will be going into anesthesia. I want to do something that can treat everyone. Anesthesiology, I think, is definitely a field where you get a diversity of patients, a diversity of backgrounds, illnesses, everything. And I'm, I'm really happy to, to, to know that that's kind of what I'm going to be able to do in the future. I'm almost ready to graduate, which is crazy. I think the biggest thing I've done here at DGSOM has been, I've been a part of the Medical Student Council. I've been working as vice president, and this year I'm currently the class president. We were all deeply affected, both with the pandemic itself, with the murder of George Floyd. We felt a lot of responsibility to give back to our community and make sure that they knew that they were supported by the school. During my third year of medical school, suddenly, I decided that I wanted to go into plastic and reconstructive surgery. It was a surprise to everyone, including me. <laughs> plastic surgery has a bad reputation, especially on TV shows and within Los Angeles. It's hard not to think about mostly the cosmetic side of things. And for me to realize that reconstruction is so much bigger of a part of it, and that you really get to help these patients so they still feel like a whole human being. That was kind of something that I had always wanted to do, and I just didn't realize that plastic surgery was that route. So match day. Match day. Match day. Match day. Match day is scary. Quite nervous, <laughs> to be honest with you. We have graduation, but match day feels more important for us, I think, for most of us than graduation does. You go through medical school, you choose a specialty, you go through a process of applying and interviewing, and then on this one miraculous day... You find out where you are placed for residency. Where we're going to be living, where we're going to be training, um, for some of us, what specialty we're going to be training in for the next three to five plus years. I'm really excited to find out where my classmates are going to end up. I think more than I am about myself. I'll be honest, it's hard to enjoy the last like 10 days before match day <laughs> just because it carries so much weight. I ended up being very impressed with my top program uh, and it kind of blew me out of the water and I, I hadn't thought 
about that area at all. It was Wisconsin, dude. Like Madison, Wisconsin. What? Like it snows there for months. It is still cold now. Like that's crazy. I'm gonna die. The day I graduate, that's it. I am going back to Florida. Like I don't want to see LA again. Like the West Coast is not the best coast. Like let's go. Yeah. Um, many of my interviews are in California. <laughs> So I think I jinxed myself. It would be a really good growing experience for myself and for my fiance to move and um, kind of have a, a new life experience. I ranked uh, Brigham first, Brigham and Women's in Boston. I think I would like to go back home. Um, so I'm sort of, I have, you know, the Bay Area uh, programs really up there. There were almost 400 applicants in plastic surgery and there are only around 180 spots. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling very excited. Uh, anxious. We've all been waiting for this day for a very long time. Getting ready to just get it over with and open that envelope. This important and exciting event marks an important threshold in our careers. And we're confident no matter where you next train, you bring with you the education and the values of your training at UCLA. my number one UCSF for anesthesiology. So I'm very, very excited, very happy to go home. I started crying already, like without even looking at it. And then I opened it. And it said USC. And I was like, oh my gosh. I am very happy with where I matched. Everything worked out really well. I am absolutely thrilled having the opportunity to go to a completely different part of the country. My top choice has been hard for it to fully sink in. I opened my envelope and I told Johnny that we got Wisconsin and it was what we were both hoping for. We're moving to a completely different state and we're both ready for a change. We're both ready for an adventure. Medical school is hard, but it's amazing. It was hard, but I, I made it here. It's a lot of hard work, but I think it's ultimately worth it. Med school is really hard, but I got to be surrounded by really wonderful people. There are people here who will always be available for you to actually reach out to. I miss them so much. <laughs> I'm kind of scared to do it without them. I know I can't do it without them. I just don't want to. <laughs> when you put a ton of compassionate, caring people together who are also very smart, you end up having a lot of really wonderful friendships where people really treasure you and hold you dear. Definitely have made lifelong friends here. Do I think I'm like ready to go out in the world? No, but am I willing to do that? Absolutely. been listening to a podcast by University of California Television. For more information about this program or UCTV, visit us online at uctv.tv.